So uh, tell everyone what you just said. Well, I was just saying to Chris that he provides a perfect recording every single time we record. Thank you so much. In in terms of a waveform, not always in terms of your content. What a burn. Coming to you live from a cupboard in Vancouver, welcome to the show. Hello. I never let you speak in the uh, in the cold open, do I? I kind of like it. It's kind of like you've got it nailed, mate. You know what you're doing. You're all over it, and yeah, I, I, I feel like a uh, uh, a breakfast radio host at this point. You so are. we're you look we're, like one as well. Finally, what? Like I've just got out of bed vibes. I have no, had a shower. No, because you've got your headphones on with your Shaw mic, even though it's popping all over the place. We need to get your pop shield. Yeah. What did you What did you suggest I did for a pop shield? Oh, I said. What? <laughs> so on on a WhatsApp earlier, I was like, you know, I think we managed to get through the last episode quite well. Now we know what we're doing on this mm. app. Um, but I was like, there's a few pops and splatters from this amazing mic. Can you get a pop shield? Uh, you probably can't get to the music shop to get yourself a pop shield. So if you can't manage a pop shield, maybe you could fashion one. Maybe I'd have some, I don't know, a tights and a tennis racket or something. I was like, right, well, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't got a pop shield, but I've definitely got some tights and a tennis racket. No. So, oh my God. Um, yeah, genius. Jen's going to have to do some serious anti-popping on this bad boy. But um, so I am excited this week. Do you want to know why? I do want to know why, although I do enjoy it every week because usually there's a point at which you exclaim that you're excited. Yes, I, I'm usually <laughs> quite excited by the smallest of things. However, this week, this week is this my week. beak. It's your birthday week. It's my beak. Next Saturday is my 40... How old do I? Two. Uh- yeah, I think you're 42, aren't you? 42nd birthday come Aww. Saturday. I am thousands of miles away from everyone that I know. <laughs> I will be spending it on my own, but I'm really looking forward to it. I and bet you are. Make it your own, mate. I am going to make it my own. And I thought, what can I do to have a wonderful birthday and combine it with Culinary Corner? Not necessarily Ooh, for this nice. week. But for next week as well, because I've discovered that in Vancouver, they've got this little place called Granville Island, right? Which (gasps) We went there. We did. We went there back in 2020. But do you remember, everything was kind of just shut a lot of the time. Or everyone's everyone's had masks and shields and uh, everything. And it was a bit bit bizarre. Do you remember there's this huge farmer's market in the in the like the north side of the In like a huge shed. Yeah, it's like a like warehouse. A, it's like a painted coloured shed, isn't it? Yeah. Well, guess who's going there and guess who's finding loads of real fancy-ass ingredients to cook myself a birthday meal? Um, let me think. This guy. <laughs> so I'm going to go, I'm going to go and uh, peruse the fresh produce and I'm going to pick out some stuff. I will take photos of it and we'll put it onto the, um, put it onto the Insta page next week, shall we? Can I uh, just stop you there and advise that you don't, say, pick up a penguin too many times? <laughs> because the old the, pop shield thing. Because the old 
popping that's yeah, going on. What if Peter Piper picked a peck of purple peppers? <laughs> I mean... Then Peter is in a very big pickle what? with me. What if, my, what if my name was Peter Piper? What if we had a guest on called Peter Piper and he picked a peck of pickled peppers? Then, well, you know, what are we going to do? So let's leave Culinary Corner to next week then. Okay. I think we should, we've got two things on the agenda today, Chris. Right. Tell me. We've got Grinding the Gears Love and we've it. got Origin of Words. Love Which it. Which one do you want first, baby? Uh, I've got a grind. Let's roll the jingle. Let's roll the jingle. Tell me what's grinding your gears, mate. I will. Tell me what's grinding your gears. Tell me what's grinding your gears, mate. All right. Tell us what's grinding your gears. Okay, right. So my grind, <laughs> very quickly this this mm-hmm. week, my grind is quite quite simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we all have people in our friendship groups and our family groups uh, who uh, who do this. Uh, and yeah. this is people that are flappy. <laughs> <laughs> Can right, you pick you... a word without a P in it, please? <laughs> please. <laughs> so flappy, flappy people, right? This is this. Let me, Shiny, let me set the scene. Flappy people having fun. <laughs> so these are people that on in on on hearing instruction to do something relatively easy take it upon themselves to absolutely lose their shit about it. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, for example, oh, is there any chance you could go and pick me up some milk from the from the supermarket? Oh, oh, oh well, I've oh, I've got uh, I'm, 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 I'm doing this and I, I'm sure I'll be able to do this and this. And uh, I'm like, all right, a lot of flapping going on there. <laughs> And I think it's it, it's a, it's largely a generational thing, like like we're talking like mums and aunties and stuff like that. That where where everything's just so overwhelming. Well, don't don't you remember the um, the time at my cousin's wedding up in Scotland when my dad had packed the car with all the stuff for the <laughs> wedding, and my yeah. mum's hat was in the back or it was the dress it was the dress or the hat or something and we're yeah. all at the boot and dad opens the boot and, he, and mum goes John John be careful with that be careful with it it's, oh my it's hat be, my hat my hat and then and then dad goes go on uh, and then your dad goes oh no oh no let's have a look oh no it's absolutely fine it's absolutely yeah. fine <laughs> but if there's if there's a, if you can find reason to flap about something mm-hmm. oh most definitely like um, here's a here's a here's a here's a really big admission here that I shouldn't really tell you. Go on. You, well, I shouldn't really tell our listeners. But Are you a secret you, flapper? No, you know it already. That um, my mum is a is a very she 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 takes a long time to pack and she's quite she agonises over it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it's she torturous needs, for her, bless her. It's quite torturous for her. And, and it's it's really difficult because everything has to be packed absolutely perfectly and every space has to be filled perfectly. And yep. tissue paper needs tissue to be Tissue paper between each between layer. Between each blouse or whatever, yep. you know. And um, Going away on a Saturday morning, she'll start prepping Thursday night. But it's but but the thing is that she'll pack this case and she'll pack it beautifully and she'll close <laughs> it horizontally and then she'll hand it to my dad like... Horizontally, like, horizontally. Yeah, like, yeah. And he'll go. Well, I need to carry it downstairs. She will carry carry it downstairs to the car, flat. So <laughs> he's like, but as soon as it goes on a plane, 
They're going to be like chucking it in. Don't worry about it. And she's like, I don't care, John. Just put it in the car flat. And then he said to me one day, he was like, do you know, sometimes I just get to the car and I give it a good old shake. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually actually caught him mid-horizontal carrying of her suitcase. And without even saying anything, without even saying anything, he will look me in the eyes knowing that I know what what this this carrying the case horizontally thing is all about. He will just look at me and he'll go... (laughs) And the thing is, when it arrives at its destination, it's usually... More or less as she packed it. So there you go. Just goes oh. to show, doesn't it? Yeah, I think. Now, I've never been a, I've never been a, oh, I'm going on holiday. I'll just throw everything into a case. I like some mm-hmm. order, mm-hmm. but I can't mm-hmm. let it completely take over my day and cause this huge anxiety. You do just chuck everything in. <laughs> I chuck everything in in a neat order. No, you don't. No. Probably you put not. all the electricals well, together, which doesn't make any sense because all the electricals together, A, you're going to lose all your electricals if you lose a bag, and B, they're all hard, so they bash against each other. You should pack electricals with soft things. Um, well, I just I don't see the I don't see the logic <laughs> in that. It's all going to one place. It well, this is why I let you pack your own case. It just just doesn't really matter to me. I think um, that's one thing that I will never flap about. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, I um, on the subject of grinds and the subject of travelling, my grind is airlines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that because you are now in Canada, Aer Lingus have decided that they're not going to, because you're not travelling from Manchester to LA, they won't fly you back from LA to Manchester. Despite mm-hmm. the fact we've paid for our tickets, I don't understand that. No, like I think it's, it's all... that's like that's like. Sorry, Chris, I'm just going to finish my example and then you can continue. Sorry, but but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, that's like purchasing the whole meal and only eating half of it when they can resell it. They can yeah. resell that half a meal. And we're not even asking them to do that. We're not asking for a refund. We're not asking to... We're just saying, can we not get on at one side and get on the other side? And they're saying no. This is all part of the post-pandemic attitude. Let's call it the PPA. Just good for the pop shield as well. The PPA. The PPA. (laughs) So the post-pandemic attitude, which is... Which is, we've lost an awful lot of money through COVID. Mm Mm-hmm. Airlines, they had to. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? We we of had course, flights. We had flights booked that took nearly two years to get the refund for those, or they they give you a, a gift voucher towards something, or you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. these airlines are losing so much money. So there was obviously a meeting when things started to calm down a little mm-hmm. bit, where the airline said, "Right, we're a little bit fucked financially. <laughs> How can we screw people over?" So annoying. Until we recoup our losses. And this, we are just, we've been caught in the middle of one of those examples. Yeah. Where they've gone, well, uh, if they're not going to fly there, then we should take their flight away from them. It's just bizarre to me because it, because you're saying we're not taking space on a flight. So you can resell that flight out. Yeah. It's not like anyone wants to return on the same day as us. Like you wouldn't normally book a holiday for like two weeks in the day like we are just just do it guys just 
stop being a pain in the ass. Yeah. Anyway, that was my grind. I love it. Flying in general used to be the first part of the experience of going on holiday. You know, they're getting to the airport nice and early and you've got your stuff and you, and you go and have breakfast and all this. Now it feels like a chore. And like, do you remember business class? I've been fortunate enough to fly business class a few times, only when I'm working. Mm. I'd never pay for it myself. But it's, it's a wonderful experience because you get to go to the lounge. Mm-hmm. where when you oh, mean only vi- only virgin's a wonderful experience the rest are absolutely rubbish yeah it was is pathetic yeah sorry it's, <laughs> we're burning burning airlines all over the place here uh, but, <laughs> uh, but um please please give me some first class tickets <laughs> Being at the airport, you could tell the people that were flying business class because it was all suit and tie and dress and mm-hmm. and nice, you know, it looked like they were going to a wedding. Yeah. Now it's all big caps and massive sunglasses and, and matching you know, tracksuits and maxi- matching ma- tra- and, and luggage. Yeah. And you can you can now tell you can now tell the business class people because they've got the old everyone's got that same bag. What is it? The brown <laughs> bag with the lines Louis Vuitton. on it. Yeah, they've all got that. They've mm. all got that, and they're wearing matching green tracksuits, massive ass sunglasses, sunglasses, even though they're inside. Top knots, like me. Yeah, and a oh, bit of a I might knot. go and I'm gonna I'm gonna go and grab myself a sparkling water and some olives. <laughs> you know, because no, what because... you want to do is grab yourself two bottles of champs, mate. <laughs> Well, that's what that's what you and I do. I go, oh, I've got a bloody free yeah. meal here. I'm about to get stuck in. I'm going to have some soup followed by a curry. <laughs> but I have to get smashed on the flight. I get so, like, I get so pent up. But that's another story. You don't get flappy on flights, do you? Um, no, because I just think... You've already got pissed. I'm completely out, well, I'm completely out of control. Um, this is really weird. Um, there's absolutely nothing I can do and I have dreams about it all the time. I dream about flying all the time in, in planes, yeah. not like with my arms. Um, <laughs> although I do dream about that sometimes too. I love a good flying um, dream. But I'm always dreaming that I'm, you know, there's a problem with the plane, but it's always okay. Mm. But it's like, oh my God, it's so stressful all the time. And the, the worst dreams are the ones where you're packing in your dream and you're packing in real time. Oh. It's just like, it's so boring. It's such a boring do you think, dream. Do you, think like, your mom, oh. do you think your mum has uh, uh, <laughs> nightmares about packing? I don't know. But She's that, like, that has oh, us... we've got enough time to pack. Oh my Flapping. God. This is this has brought us beautifully back round to the end of grinding our gears, hasn't it? That was a good one today. Cheers, mate. Tell us what's grinding your gears. So how are you doing in Vancouver, Cremps? What is actually going on today? What's, well, what's the plan? It's, well, it's interesting. I got up late today. I got mm. up late. I got up This about... is Monday, by the way. Yeah. Uh, sorry, just to interrupt you. I've just gone and asked you and then totally interrupted you. Right. Today's Monday and EP17 went out this morning and we are already recording so we can bring you some more joy and happiness uh, by Thursday. That's brilliant. That's how awesome we are. So, yeah, I got up quite late today, but mm-hmm. on purpose. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm going to work tomorrow, and then we begin the cycle of split shoots slash okay. night shoots. So for people that don't know that, for exterior scenes that need to be shot at night, we don't just wait for the sun to go down. We start when it's dark. So our call time is usually... 
four o'clock to six o'clock, depending on how much time you need in hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. And then you do a 16, 17 hour shoot all through the night. And then you sleep in the day again. And you find uh. yourself in this kind of schedule where you're going. So I'm saying, you know, it's my birthday on Saturday, but actually we're filming on Friday in what is in the industry known as a frater day. Where you you will start Oh, so you'll filming. be sleeping a lot of your birthday. Yeah, I think so. But we'll be on time with each other again. Well, that's the thing. I mean, every yeah. cloud. We'll every be on cloud. the same time 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 frame as well. But um, yeah, so I have to kind of prep my body to mm-hmm. be not tired when I'm filming. I can't just be getting up at seven o'clock every day and then and then you know go to the gym by 7 30 get back do your full day and then go to work at six o'clock until six o'clock in the morning uh, it's no. not sustainable so no. you have to kind of figure that out and of course the schedule's changing all the time that's what just happens on productions and the scenes move around and so and the script changes and the script changes so you're having to um adjust but also be open to the fact that anything may change at any minute. <laughs> so uh, it's 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 fine, but I'm not going to flap about it. I'm no. not going to flap about it. I'm, Don't um, flap about it, mate. No. And I, I'm sorry you're going to have to spend your birthday by yourself. But I don't, I don't mind. I'm not going to lie to you, Jen. I'm, I'm having a lovely time. <laughs> I'm having Why a lovely time. Why doesn't this surprise me? Today, well, because... I had to order, today I had to order on Amazon... Freddie's um, costume for his school production. which is Right. Like, what, The Lion King? The Lion King. So I had to order him a grey t-shirt, a pair of black leggings, black socks and black pumps. Wow, and sounds like there. a lion to me. <laughs> he's a wildebeest, for God's sake. Right, okay. You know, he's back in chorus, which there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. <laughs> fantastic wildebeest in his trainers. Anyway, I'm glad you're having a wonderful time. And... Very lucky that I thought ahead, even though you got the job on a Tuesday, I managed to nip out on the Wednesday, wrap some prezzies, write yeah, a card, did. and send it with you. That's so I'm quite uh, proud that of is myself. amazing. I'm really, really happy. I'm also really happy, just going back to the airlines thing, that those mm-hmm. the, the guys didn't open up my case and just open my presents because they've been known to do that before. Oh, they can do that, of course, they can because do that. you didn't pack it. Inverted that, commas. Yeah, it's like, where'd you get this from? Oh, it's my birthday present from my wife. Is it though? I'm going to open it. And then oh, they go, Oh, that would have oh. been rubbish. Oh, totally. But thankfully, they, they, they didn't this time. <laughs> so I've got, I've got three little presents and a card. And I'm looking oh. forward to, uh, to getting oh, that. You've got more than that. I gave you six, didn't I? Oh, maybe they did nick them. I've only got three. <laughs> have you? Oh, I thought I'd given you more than that. Anyway. Oh, no. There's a really small one on the top. Hey, good what? things come in small packages. I have to just tell you a, a little side story of Go something on. from set. So even though I can't really talk about the details of mm-hmm. this production, I can tell you that I was in a scene the other day with a dog. Okay. A real <laughs> dog. Yeah. And um, people, you know, the, 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 the very famous phrase, oh, working with children and animals, it's always difficult. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's not, it's not difficult. It's just different. It's different because you're... You're responding. You're responding to the other actors who are all in the zone as you are. But uh-huh. the dog doesn't give a shit about about what's happening in the scene. He's not listening to the lines, waiting to respond. No, he's, he's not. like there. And this dog, who had a handler 
all all dogs have handlers with them all, all pets animals have someone with them who is training them throughout the thing and this dog is only uh i think seven months old yeah so it's just a, a really cute little dog and all it had to do in the scene was uh just sit on the chair <laughs> now <laughs> i i I'm laughing already i i had no idea how tricky it would be for that seven-month-old dog to sit on the chair. Now, I'm I'm quite dark and menacing in this role and have to be quite still. Sorry. Sorry, I scared myself right. there. I just knocked the iPad off. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Carry on. So I have to be quite, you know, dark and menacing in this, in this role. Very, very still. A lot of kind of stuff cgi madness going on beside me and and which is which is great fun and i'm doing this thing and i'm about to deliver my line and all i hear is stay stay <laughs> stay 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 <laughs> and i'm like should i what what shall i shall i wait for the 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 trainer to Stop saying stay before I do my line. What am I going to do here? I know that the dog is also in the shot. So if the dog moves, then the shot is useless. So I'm just going to go with, I'm just going to go with the dog. I, if the dog is sat on the chair, then I can say my line. Yeah. And so. I think you've probably so got like, that right. Yeah. So the dog's there. But what I can't see off screen is that the dog looks like it wants to leave the chair. So which then. <laughs> And the dog always looks like it wants to leave the chair. All I'm thinking is the dog is on the chair. That's what we need for the shot. So I'm going to just say my line here. And every time I started to say my line, I was like, I stay, 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 good girl, good girl, stay, stay. And I was like, uh, okay, but we got it eventually. Um, oh. And I was so worried about kind of getting this line out and doing the performance <laughs> right. And in the end, it just it just turned out just just get it out while the dog sat on the chair. I mean, you you never know what's going to happen. It's a weird old industry. Anyway, uh, tell you what, we haven't done for a while, J Dog. Um, no, I I said that we were doing it earlier, so just introduce it. I'm about to introduce it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, that was a nice little side story before we go into uh, the segment that I love incredibly much, Origin of Words. Jen's Origin of Words. So, Christopher, I have a really good one this week. All right, all right. Would you like to know the origin of the phrase, Mm -hmm. paint the town red? Yes, I would. So what would you understand from that phrase? Um, paint the sound red. Right. I don't think it's anything to do with painting. No, but uh, what I, I mean is, like, what does it mean to you, that phrase? Oh, uh, paint the sound red means go out and have a, have a good night out, have a blast. with. Have with, a bit of a crazy night have a, out. Have a crazy time with, with uh, all your friends. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you about the origin of this phrase. It should be called Jen's origin of phrases, really, shouldn't it? I mean, occasionally we do a word. Roll the jingle. (laughs) Jen's origin origin of of phrases. phrases. And words, occasionally. Okay, Okay, we'll work on that. 
Around about 1837, the Marquis of Waterford, who was a man called Henry de la Poa Beresford. Know him well. Would you like to comment on that name, Chris? Because I can see... Henry uh... de la Poa's Beresford. De la Poa. Poa. <laughs> P-O-E-R. Oh. Henry, I'm, I'm assuming that means Henry of the poor Beresford. I don't know. Anyway, he was a notorious hooligan around the town. What a naughty boy. Well known for wild partying and his crazy mischief. And he was referred to by the villagers of the town as the Mad Marquis. Not only did he used to get into crazy fights and things, but he was also famously kicked out of Oxford University. <gasps> oh, what a brute. Yes, he'd often challenge people to duels. <laughs> did he? <laughs> He did, um, as one oh. did in 1837. Yeah. Oh, um, Beresford's out again. <laughs> I charge you for a And he'd steal things and cause damage in general to things around the town. He was a lout. He was a modern-day lout, Chris. Lads, 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 Beresford, Beresford, lads, lads, lads. Anyway, so obviously being really famous for this, um, one night, in a fashion that was very typical to him, he visited the town of Milton Mowbray. Have you heard of that? Yeah, that's where they do the pork pies. Milton uh, Mowbray. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. So this what... is where this. So this is where this happened. It's in the. It's in the Midlands. Well, of course you'd know about it because you're into f- your food. <laughs> yeah, that's where they. That's the home of pork pies. Okay, so he went to the home of pork pies with some mates. <laughs> Beresford is out. <laughs> home of pork pies. Okay. Okay, he's out. I don't know Sorry. how we're going to get to the phrase yeah. <laughs> from well, we're this. All, we're almost there, right? Right. So, um, so the tale goes that he ended up in Milton Mowbray getting really, really drunk. And who doesn't when they're out with their mates on a Saturday night? In Milton night? Mowbray, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And somehow along the way, uh, he managed to end up painting several buildings red. Why? Just because he's a bit of a... Because he's a bit of a lout, I think. He became famous pretty quickly from this as the public were obsessed with this crime. And eventually that's how the phrase to paint the town red came to be. And it meant that if you were going to have a crazy time, that's what you'd get up to. So after explaining all of that to you, there's actually... I'm flummoxed by that. How did that become a phrase in society? Well, funnily enough, there's actually a picture, and I I should have written this down, but I, I didn't. Um, there's actually a painting which memorialises this event. Okay. And there's a mob of men in this picture and they are up to no good. They're, they're robbing houses and there is a man with a paintbrush painted red and he's painting buildings red. So oh. there's actually no conclusive evidence of this. But it does seem to fit with all the records of the marquee at the time. Um, and it didn't actually appear in print as a phrase until much later in 1883 in New York. So although it's supposed to have happened in um, Milton Mowbray, they didn't actually use the phrase in the newspaper or in print until 1883. But that's quite interesting, isn't it? That is very that's very interesting. It's making me already think that Saturday night, I'm, I'm going to be out, I'm going to hook up with Beresford, I'm going <laughs> to grab some paints. Have we got time for one more or shall we? Uh, I'll do one more, shall I? Shall I do one more? Sure. Don't sound too excited. (laughs) This is a short one. Yeah. Where do you think the word cocktail comes from? 
Cocktail. Right. Okay. So it's either going to be uh, very literal, so something to do with the back end of a bird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or cocktail. Cocktail. It's, it's one of those things you just never think about. So it's, it's a word that you grew up with. You watch exactly. Tom Cruise movie and you go, mm-hmm. a cocktail is, <laughs> yeah. a, is a drink. Oh, God, right. I was so in love with him in a cocktail. I was so in so love So was with I. Him. He was fit uh, in that, wasn't he? Oh, but I was in love with... Um... What's a pre- what was the pretty one? Jennifer Grey. No, it wasn't Jennifer Grey in cocktail. It wasn't Jennifer Grey. It was Elizabeth I Shue. Get, I always get Jew. those two mixed up. Always get those two mixed up. Oh, no, Elizabeth Shue wins. I'm sorry. Because she did that. Do you remember when uh, she uh, revealed that she was pregnant right at the end? And that, that <gasps> yes. film was kind of And cocktail. she's on the bar or something. And he's on the yes. bar. That's and he goes, right. I'm oh. going to spook you. And it's twins, it's twins. You know, it's amazing. But he loved he loved standing on a bar and giving a speech, didn't he, Tom Cruise? Oh, he in loved that. it. He, he loved, loved it. it. That was and before everybody it... realised how short he was. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm so short, can I get on the bar and do this, please? Yes. And uh, if, you, if you watch it back now, yeah. all the speeches, because it's, oh, if I remember rightly, it's Coglan's Law, Coglan's Law. And they're talking about, talking about all these different, anecdotes about life and he's yeah. giving these yeah. big oh, speeches yeah, 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 yeah. if you if you watch it back now you'd be like what a twat <laughs> oh my god totally if you if you saw someone in a bar these days right yeah, but that's because yeah. you watched it when you were 17 and then or i watched it when i was like 10 i think and then and then you go oh my god i'd love to be like that when i'm older and then when you actually see it when you're older you go oh what a wanker <laughs> what a wanker <laughs> if, I, if i went out into town tonight and some someone stood on a bar and he went Coughlin's Law. When two yeah. sheep walk into a field, one <laughs> must learn to live with the other. Cheers, cocktails! Like that. You'd be like, <laughs> what a bellend. <laughs> You'd have the two bouncers in, like, wrenching you off, like, like barring Who is this you. guy? Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway. So right, after, cocktail. So after all that exposition, <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a letdown. Um... There are several explanations for the word cocktail, for the origin of the word cocktail, but the following one is the most widely accepted. Originally, cocktail described a horse with a docked tail that was raised up like a cock's. (laughs) (laughs) What on earth does this have to do with getting smashed in a bar? (laughs) (laughs) It was raised up like a cock's or a rooster's rather than hanging down. These horses weren't purebred. Instead, they were mixed. So it said that a drink that was mixed was called a cocktail. Wow. I never would have got there from that. That's, that's fascinating. I know. So I didn't know that a cocktail was a, a horse with a dock tail. <laughs> <laughs> right, that'll do. I don't think my life's any better from hearing that. However, it's... Uh... <laughs> Thank, thanks go. for that one, Jen. Oh, it's all right. I might as well have just... It was worth it for the Tom Cruise input, wasn't it? Jen's origin of words. Right then. So I think you better get on with your day. I'd better get on with my evening. And um, it's been a pleasure. And I really appreciate you tuning in because I know this is difficult trying to fit it into your busy schedule. In between the steaks, in between the wine, in between the I haven't properly started yet. (laughs) I haven't properly started yet, so I'm enjoying the moment. I spoke to my couple of friends at home and they said, 
whilst you're there, make sure that you're present whilst you're there. Don't just mm-hmm. sit and feel all guilty for like being away working and stuff. No, absolutely My, not. No, I'm 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 enjoying it. And then of course as as from tomorrow, that's when the real filming starts. And as I said, we go into nights. So it's oh, gonna be it's brutal. It's gonna be brutal, mate. It's gonna well do you know what? If, it's, if it stays dry, it's going to be all right. But Vancouver's a bit unpredictable. I mean, mm-hmm. it could rain or snow at any minute, which will throw spanners into the production. Yeah. Uh, so, fingers You're crossed everything stays dry. You're a spanner. Uh, <laughs> Are we allowed to say that anymore? I don't even know. <laughs> don't know. I think so. I don't know. Who knows what you're allowed to say anymore? So, yeah, I'm going to head off to the gym, maybe. I'm going to uh, wrench myself away. You were the nuts and the bolts of this operation today, though, Chris. I've got nothing on this. I've got, I've got a screwdriver going through my brain, but I can't... Why don't you say, I think you nailed it? <laughs> you just said it. This is all your joke. You can put this together. Well, I foresaw that oh this my would happen. <laughs> gosh. See, something you might not know about, Jen. She loves a good pun. Loves a pun. There you go. We can finish off the Pop Shield episode with a lovely pun. Stop popping all over the place. I can't wait to get you back here with your Pop Shield on. All right. Can't wait to get you And your... do some decent recording as well. Right. She's bonkers. I love you. Um... I love you. But. But. Do you well... remember when we first started the show that we would be like, hey, Ooh. welcome. Welcome, welcome to, welcome to. I love you, but we used to do all that. It and it was really like... hard, wasn't it, to say? But I still feel like we should sort of mention it occasionally because that is the name of the show. Yeah. Anyway, please spread the word. Give us a little rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Does that really help us? It I really like... helps us. Actually, I don't know. See, I don't know like the kind of like business logistics behind this. I just like chatting to you and people seem to like well, hearing to, to us chatting. Well, but we, we want to build the community. That's what we want to do. We want to yeah. build the community. So, ah, so, yeah, that is quite important. <laughs> say P again. <laughs> right, guys. <laughs> It's time to go. It is time to go. Um, wish me a happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> we'll speak and to you after your birthday and you can tell us all about it and tell us what you did for your culinary corners. I will take photo. I will take a I'll take a photo diary of my birthday That's day. That's a great idea and I can post it or you can post it. Nah, you could do that. I'll do it. <laughs> all right, Jennifer. Love you loads. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Getting an insight into your part. No. No, that would be no, really no. harsh on my voice, no. wouldn't it? No. I'm sure they're going to reveal it soon, what I'm doing. Uh. But it's that kind of like wanky stage, isn't it? Where you're like, I'm not allowed to talk about what I'm doing. I'm sorry, I can't talk about But you really can't talk about what you're doing. Contractually. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so silly and actory, doesn't it? You are silly and actory. I am. I like being silly and actory. 